Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? This is J.R. and Ms. Nicole. Right here on I Can't Make This Stuff Up, guys. Welcome to another Friday night show. This is a lovely opportunity for us to come back to you guys. We've missed you over the week. And tonight is going to be a really, really, really good show. Don't you think so, Ms. Nicole? Absolutely. I, I've been waiting for this all week. <laughs> yeah, and but but in the beginning, you were shying away from us doing this type of uh this type of uh, show, but hey, tonight we decided we, because I was, it's, it's, I was. yeah, but because it is the it is the weekend of Valentine's Day, we figure, hey, why not? That is true. So I'm finally ready for it. We ready for it? <laughs> yes, we are ready. And guys, tonight is an awesome show. We are going to be with you guys for two whole hours. That we did put it aside, especially for tonight's show, to be two hours long because we want to be able to get as many callers in on tonight's show to talk about stuff that you cannot make up and the topic that we are talking about tonight as far as being the um as we're getting ready for valentine's day weekend what we're going to be talking about tonight and the things that we can't make up are things in relationships sex and dating and so guys those of you who are listening this show will have a listener um, advisory it's not going to be explicit, but it will be R-rated. So, you know, if there's some things that you want to talk about, just make sure it's R-rated, not X-rated. Um, so, you know, definitely be advised of that. Also, guys, anybody that's tuning in tonight by way of the web at blogtalkradio.com forward slash can't make this stuff up. Also, by listening on Apple Podcasts, you can also call into our live line of 515 605 All right, so, Ms. Nicole, before we jump into talking about relationships, sex, and dating as far as things that we can't make up, how has your week been? I can't complain. Um, A lot of times right now my weeks are like a total blur. Um, Yeah, because I kind of did a thing over the weekend, and my thing was that I re-enlisted in the Air Force. So, yay for me as a veteran. And, um, yeah, so then after I did that and I tacked on a few extra days with them, it just, my days got away from me. But it's been good. Thanks for asking. And what about yourself, JR? You know, my week has been fairly interesting, to say the least. Uh, It really, really has. I've been in the mood, you know, as, as I've told you before, I've been in the mood to start performing again. And so... This past Friday night, I got a chance to go and to perform um, here in Charlotte. First time doing it in a long time, I got a chance to go out and perform um, this past Wednesday. And I performed with a live band, and it was a, I performed with a live band, and it was a really, really good experience. I was nervous, of course, because I haven't done it in such Mm -hmm. a long time. But, you know, once I got, once I got over the ship, the first few, you know, few words that came out and, the the audience was with me. I just kind of just shook you know shook the nerves away and just gave it what I could at that point. But yeah, my week has just been you know outside of doing that, I've just been in a very creative uh, space lately to where I've been mm-hmm. after especially after that happened where I'm just like I've been in the mood to write music. I and so I've been sitting here today in front of my um, computer 
working on a new song that I'm feeling like I might try to get recorded and released by the summer, God willing. Absolutely. So how did it make you feel? I mean, I know that you love the stage. You really, really do. So how Mm -hmm. did it actually feel to be up there again? Besides that you said you were a little nervous. Yeah, besides that, it felt great. You know, it felt really good for the the audience. They they were feeling me and they were engaging with me and and you know, it was it was a wonderful thing and I was just like, you know what? This is what I was born to do. This is what I'm going to keep doing. And so, I made it a point to where going forward, um I'm going to start performing live more just to kind of get over the stage, get over the stage nerves and to perform the way that I've always wanted to perform and, you know, just get, just to get JR out there because again, this is my 10th year in music. I've performed, I've performed here and there, you know, but I, and I record music and everything and put out a lot of great music, but it's like, I want to be able to start now really getting myself out there because I'm hoping and praying that fairly soon I can be a Grammy award winner myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. Well, of course, I was happy to be there and support of you with all of that, Jr. It was amazing. It was. Yeah, um, and I, I appreciate on that stage. It was, it was nice. It was really nice. The energy was nice. It, it just was. And I'm very yeah, happy it, for you. It was. It definitely was. And it's so funny because people that have had a chance to go back and look at the actual video footage um, from the performance, they were all with like they. Some people really enjoyed it. The one critique that some people had was the fact that because it was like a a lounge setting, and you know people were drinking and smoking hookah, you know all that kind of thing. The fact that that was going on and the smoke was like in my ear, like around around me while I was singing. So that was one thing that uh, some people kind of had a critique about. They were like, you know, that's not something. They were just kind of in their feelings because people were smoking around me as I was singing, but it's just, that's just how things went, you know, mm-hmm. the atmosphere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was, it was a beautiful, well, it was atmosphere. amazing. It was amazing. It was, it was amazing. Some of those poets, I kid you not, because it was erotic poetry. Some of those poets mm-hmm. would have made, yeah. Some of those poets would have made the disciples blush. Oh uh, yeah. Even, regular folk and not the disciples because I was blushing like, ooh, oh, oh, ooh. Yeah, as as was I. I had a, I literally had a moment when I, I came off of stage and I went and got something to drink and I'm standing there at the bar and this young lady starts talking about sex and, and when I and, and she's talking about it in a very detailed way. It had, and everybody was just like, "Ooh!" And you know, they said, "If you want, if you want to hear," and the host was like, "Well, if you that's something that you want to hear again, just yell out rewind." So this particular part that she was talking about, it was very racy, very steamy, and everybody was hollering out rewind. And then she said it again, and then they came back and said it, and they did the rewind again, and I'm, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just I, all I could do was just drop my head, and I was just like, "Okay." Okay. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they wanted to hear several times over. I, yeah, I, I yeah. believe she did rewind about three, four times off the same. She thing. did. Like, she, she, she did. She finally made it through her. She finally made it through her poem. 
She did. She definitely did. But it was it was an awesome, awesome experience. And like I said, I look forward to doing more of it um, going mm. forward. So as and we know, and for that particular venue, they mm-hmm. uh, they do poetry on um, Thursday nights, I believe. I think it's Wednesday or and Thursdays or something like that. So I thought mm-hmm. it was a really nice mix to have the poetry and for folks to be singing as well. Like mm-hmm. yourself. So that was nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was just inter- it was just very interesting. Some of the other artists I did stay because um, I was actually the first uh, singing artist that was up. Um, I came up after um, a poet, and then I was that was just me, and then you know a couple of other singers came up behind me, and it's funny how you know watching the whole thing and listening to those three. As I I had noticed a couple things that they did that I did not do. Uh, one of the things that they were doing, of course, is that they knew they were performing, but they and they were drinking alcohol, and then they were also smoking. Mm-hmm. Those are no nos before performance. Like for me, luckily, mm-hmm. all I I had a bottle of water, but for me mainly it was just my nerves, but I got through it. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, so I I look forward to going back and honing my my chops in in regard to performing live and with a live band. All right, mm. so Ms. Nicole, as we know, this is mm-hmm. Valentine's Day weekend, okay? It and, is. And we are talking about things that we can't make up in relationships, sex, and dating. And throughout the week, mm-hmm. you and I have actually sat down and we <laughs> wrote up a couple of topics and a couple of things mm-hmm. that... Mm-hmm. Just kind of, we wanted to find out what the what the reason was behind it, and things that we just can't make up. There's just like, why is this? But before I get into that one, I want before we get into those kinds of things that we can't make up. Let me tell you guys about this one real quick. This is funny, like ha ha funny, and at the same time, like what the what funny. So <laughs> okay, okay. So, you know, of course, um, back here in November, I went from Android to iPhone. I had to get a whole new number and all that kind of thing. I had had the same phone number for like 12 years, but I ended up having to get another number, which is fine. So, was online on Credit Karma and was looking at, you know, at credit score and all that kind of thing because, you know, they send out those emails. So, on there trying to look, you know, looking at all that and something came to me and said, wait, you didn't update your information on credit card. So I'm on there trying to find the information so that I can update my phone number. I've updated my phone number with everything else in my life, but I wanted to do that. They had nowhere for me to update my phone number. So then they had to contact us. I contact them. They had me put in a case to get a or a ticket, if you will, to get the steps to actually change my phone number. And the thing that tickled me was usually with everything else, me changing my phone number was, should have been a quick fix. And I understood later as to why they took this precaution, but I just thought it was stupid. So they ended up responding back to me by email, said that they needed me to send one pri- to upload one primary document and a secondary document. The primary document is either your driver's license, a passport, 
or state ID, okay? Front and back. Second thing that they're looking for is either a birth certificate, a visa sponsorship, social security card, all the kind, Wait a minute. kinds Slide of crazy things. Wait the play. For, for what site is this? This is for Credit Karma. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. They wanted me to, send, to take pictures of this information and send it to them so that they can mm. update my phone number for me to veer back because they wanted it to be a measure, a, a measure, a security measure to make sure that mm-hmm. I was who I said I am. And I thought that was the dumbest thing because I'm just like, you're not getting, no one is getting access to any real personal information. I'm just updating my phone number. Uh, that's quite a bit for credit karma. I don't know. That That's, that's, uh-uh. Yeah, like with my bank and with my, all of my other stuff, everything, I could go online easily and update my phone number. But with Credit Karma, mm-hmm. I could not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they would have gotten all that information from me, not for a phone number. No, thank you. And they haven't yet. They haven't yet. <laughs> you say yet. You actually going to do it. <laughs> I'm, you know, honestly, they told me I have like two more days to do it before they close the case. I think I'm just going to go ahead and let those days expire. Yeah, yeah. Figure out a different way because that that yeah. that's just too much. Yeah, that, that's, for, that's too. Not for that type of platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. yeah that is team too much. I agree. Mm. All right. Well, I can't make this stuff up. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Absolutely. And if anybody is is listening tonight, uh, definitely let us know about anything that you can't make up. And of course, you guys know tonight our subject is relationships, sex, and dating. Call that live line number, 515-605-9726, or um, hit our link of blogtalkradio.com forward slash can't make this stuff up. And again, you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts. All right, so I'm going to turn it over to you, Ms. Nicole. So when it comes to relationships, sex, and dating, what is something that has had you scratching your head? All right, so this is interesting. Now, this came from the folks that I work with on the military side, right? So quite a few of them are around my age, and they have been married for quite some time. So one of them always, they they just, (laughs) they're just a jokester as a whole. However, (laughs) he tried using me as an example, like, hey, you know, I like grabbing my wife like this. And, and then telling her to come here or just walk with me. And I was like, mm, excuse me? So he was saying that he places his hand kind of up under her armpit, sort of, and like is grabbing her arm and pulling her, almost like what you would do a child if you were chastising them or trying to correct them. Mm. And I'm like, but to, exactly. <laughs> I said, but to your wife? They mm. like, yeah, she don't like that. Does it look like you I think? Can't. Why? Why would somebody like that? You so that think? That that is my question. Hello. So, I, or should I say that was his and their question because they thought it was funny, right? So, do okay. women have a problem with their man grabbing them from the upper armpit? 
to guide them walking. Okay, like, first of all, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. so, let's, so let's go. Okay, Because <laughs> it's a okay. play for me. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's definitely one for me. It is definitely so, one for me. Okay, so uh-huh. first and foremost, mm, yeah. giving all, all, mm, all glory to God. Okay, so <laughs> when it comes down to that, uh-huh. who in their right mind <laughs> is going to say, ooh, I love when my baby grabs me by my <laughs> armpit and tells me to come here. <laughs> Who finds that a turn on? He grabs me aggressively by my armpit and tells me to come here. It is that part for me. Like, So even when we went to lunch the next day, he, I believe he mentions it again. So there was a younger gentleman in the vehicle with us, and he asked for his opinion, like, hey, man, you know, are you married? Are you seeing somebody? And he's so newsy, so I told him, you don't got to answer any of those questions. <laughs> but mm-hmm. he goes, um, so he starts telling him about that, you know, about the grabbing of the arm, and he says, no, you know, I'm going to be gentle and have a softer approach. I was like, please, please, please repeat that for us. <laughs> I mean, because I'm going to be honest, that's abuse, period. (laughs) That's not foreplay, ladies. That is abuse. Uh, Yeah. Abuse. Discuss this with us, please. That is domestic. Yes, they are. 515-605-9726. I'm going to Seven to the six. I'm sorry, nine seven two to the six. <laughs> I'm dyslexic tonight. Pay me no attention. But because that that yeah. that whole scenario just kind of it, it threw me off. Like what? Yeah, what? Well, that's how I felt. I was like, what? And you, of course, again, you had to see how I looked at him. Like what? Bruises are not um, cute. I'm sorry. You know what? Nobody said he was bruising her, if that's what he really does. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. He always has no, no. Anybody Yeah, okay, okay. I'm not laughing at that. Not yet. I ain't laughing at that. That's not funny to me. And I think more so because for myself, you know, like I told you growing up, I was in a, I grew up in a home of domestic violence. So it's like, see, you know, you if you're not grabbing her by her hand, Gently and say, oh, you know, whisper in her hair, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? You know, hey, excuse excuse that's why I need to speak to my wife, my girlfriend, baby mama, the girl next door, whatever. You know, can I can I talk with you for a minute? That's fine. Grabbing somebody underneath their arm by the armpit. And you think that's okay. As a man, you well, think that's okay. As a woman, you think that's okay. For me, at that time, I said, well, I'm okay with him, because, again, I'm not okay with that, but I am okay if he decides to put his arm around my shoulders, you know, like, you know, up there, or put his hand at kind of like the small of my back or around my waist, Um, that's fine, or I don't even mind us bending elbows and locking arms. That's okay, too. And actually, I kind of like that. That's kind of cute. It's funny. I used to do that that. to my mom. 
And when I say I used to do that to my mom, it's because she would find somebody that she could that um, she knew from way back when, and she wants to have a conversation with them, like a long conversation about stuff that they did when they were kids and they used to climb trees and all that kind of thing. I will take my my arm and will lock it into my mom's arm, and I will literally start up and I will look kind of politely at the person. Hey, how are you doing? And my mom knows that when my arm is locked into her arm, it means it's time to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because um, we're not going to be here yeah. until Jesus comes back for you to have this conversation. I'm ready to go. You know, uh, 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 don't don't do us mothers like that. But anywho, um, so like I said, that's, that's oh, you're one of them that, too. That, that, don't do that. Well, you know, if my son was on the line, he probably he would concur. But anywho, did he ever? <laughs> does he ever have to like grab your per, grab your 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 pocketbook and the keys? Well, I don't carry large pocketbooks, so he could never grab on that. But he does kind of give me this look, or he'd be like, "Ma," and I'd be like, "Okay, wait a minute." Yeah, huh? so, yeah. We, we do go. I, I understand, son. I understand, Ms. Nicole, son. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I promise you. Whenever I became a licensed driver, I was so glad that that freedom was given to me. I don't take that freedom for granted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mom knows that when she rides with me, when my car is cranking up, you need to be in the vehicle. If you are around someone that you have not seen since you were 12, you're probably not going to see them again anytime soon. However, <laughs> get in the car. If you see me starting to inch out of the parking lot, you need to be in the car. So, Ms. Nicole's son, I hope you understand uh, when that freedom don't comes, don't abuse it. No, inch don't the, car, like inch the car out of the parking space. Mm-hmm. Ms. Nicole will mm-hmm. be ready at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't do me like that because I'm going to continue having my conversations with whomever I'm having my conversations with. I don't care if it's a stranger. If I meet them in kindergarten, we're going to still have that conversation. Now, how about Oh, my Lanta. And guys, Ms. Nicole does not meet a stranger, okay? She does not meet I a stranger. Really don't. I just, I don't. I, I was actually in Harris Teeter yesterday talking to this older gentleman. I'll say more so kind of elderly. He was doing the, um, like, the samples, and not that I needed it, but I went over to get the, you know, the potato chips or whatever. So mm-hmm. we were talking about the chips, the different brands, the sandy, I mean, well, the different um, types because it was just one mm-hmm. brand. Um, but anywho, after our exchange or whatever, he just smiled at me. He said, you know what, you really made my day. Mm-hmm. So, hey, and, it, and it's just being nice. It is. It is. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a little conversation, but sometimes you end up making a little conversation, end up having a lady, have somebody following you around the store like the lady did in, oh, in, in Target that day or wherever that was. This is look, This is a relationship thing tonight, and relationships, dating, and sex. We're not gonna get on that tonight. <laughs> so okay, so then let's segue this one into the con- the conversation piece. Let's segue that into relationships. Okay, mm-hmm. so. 
Uh-huh. I've done my share of dating. I don't do much dating anymore these days because I'm just okay. no. But Are you spoken for JR? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good yes. thing. That's a good thing. It is. It's well, a wonderful you. thing. Absolutely. But um, you know, during the time when before you know before I set my behind down somewhere, um. You know, I was tr- trying to build the relationship thing and, you know, all that kind of thing. And it's like communication in those instances. I don't know what it is but with communication, but it's like you if you are not having a consistent communication with someone, they will ghost you within a 24 to 48-hour period. <laughs> oh, ghosting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk. So that's something we need that I want. We want to talk about is ghosting. Okay. I don't think ghosting is is cool. I don't think it's appropriate unless you have already drawn the line in the sand. Someone dared cross it, and you're just like, I need to just cut things all together, kind of thing. But if you're getting to know a person, and they just up and and this is way and I'm not just ghosting through phone calls, text messages. I'm talking about even before even before technology got to where it is. Like I remember to this time I was getting to know this person. They had asked me out um, to the movies. They came and picked. At this time I didn't have a car. I had just moved uh, to the Charlotte area. So they came to my job, picked me up, and. I came back to my apartment to get changed and everything because I wasn't going to my work clothes. And then they, and you know, they were like they were just going up the street, up the corner to get some to get some gas, and then they were coming right back. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. There, you know, I'm calling, I'm text messaging, hey, you all right? Whatever, whatever. And I'm not getting anything. It's going to voicemail, you know, all that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. so that's why I said even before that kind of thing with the ghosting, what did like that's something that had me scratching my head. Now, funny enough, Karma and the universe had that person cross paths with me again, and this was mm-hmm. like six, seven years later. Oh and, wow, the person that ghosted you? Yeah. Oh wow. And they didn't even remember, but I remembered vividly. Of course. And they were trying, they were trying to go that route again. I'm like, mm, no, no. Yeah, that would have been a no yeah. for me too. Yeah. So mm. ghosting, ghosting in relationships, situationships, you know, whatever it is. Do you, Ms. Nicole, do you have anything to say about it, or is there anybody out here that may have something to talk that they can say about ghosting? Yes, please call in because we want to hear about uh, all of your relationships, dating advice, or even sex stuff. Um, Again, our phone number is 515-605-9726. Again, 515-605-9726. And make sure you press the number one so that we can put you on the line. Um, But, yeah, I I do agree with the whole ghosting thing that unless something happened, don't do that. Just use your words, um, you know, because I'm with you. You're getting to know someone and so forth. You think everything's okay, and then all of a sudden they stop calling. And right. it's like, just talk to me. Like, hey, you know what? 
you seem cool, but this is not going to work for me. Hey, right. That that's some real man stuff. You know what I mean? I appreciate. Like, I, I appreciate you more if you're just if you're upfront like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Please do be. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, cause it, yeah, it's it's like that, and then, I well, I can talk about it. We got two hours. Cause at first I was like, no, I shouldn't say this, but yes, I can. So no, in regard to this, in regard to this, it's like those expectations in relationships, situationships, again, whatever you want to call it, is the one the the fact that in the beginning. When there's no emotional attachment, when there's no commitment, no loyalty, it's like you find these people that off that right off the gate want you to take care of them. They want you to pay their cell phone bill. They want you to to help them with this and to do this. And you're just like, okay, where is all this coming from? I'm just, you know, we're getting to know one another. We're spending time together. Why are your bills being incorporated in this when we're not loyal or committed to each other? Stuff like that makes scratch makes me scratch my head. And again, I can't make this stuff up when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I would say, unfortunately, not everybody is out for the same thing. Folks can say that they're out here to date or they want, you know, a companionship, but not everybody does. Everybody's um, angle is different. I'll put it that way. It really mm-hmm. is. Some are looking, you know, you might have women out here looking for a sugar daddy or, hey, you have men out here looking for the same thing. Uh, but then it's like trying to weed out those that are serious opposed to those that are not. So it just becomes a hot mess. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you end up getting love bombs. That's a mess too. I don't know what's what is. I'm sorry. What is love bombed? I've I've never heard that before. I've heard of photo bombing, oh, but what is love bombing? Love of that right there. Uh, a person that just again that's that's not their intent. So you know they they have their representative in front of them, and oh man, does it look good? It looks good. It sounds good. And, you know they woo you in, and boom, that's that love bomb. Yeah, oh. So basically, like a wolf in sheep's clothing. I got you. Mm, yeah, boom. And it, mm. and it's and depending on how deep things are at that time, it could be a huge bomb. Like, yeah, it drops hard. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's yeah. I mean, but hey, it's it's stuff that that has you scratching your head, like and it's so it's now. <laughs> yeah, and it, it segues into the whole dating thing. You know, I'm not dating anymore, but, you know, my thing is, well, I take that back. I am, but I'm not. You know, when, you, when you're dating one person, you know what I mean. But um, anyhow. No, we, we don't know what you mean. What that mean? Well, when I say I'm not, when I say I'm dating, that means I'm dating one person. It doesn't mean that I'm dating around. So it's like I'm dating, I'm dating within the dating of the person, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. what, and friendship is important as well. Trust me when I tell you. But um, mm-hmm. cause you gotta you gotta know you gotta be able to know how to like a person before you can say you love them. I'm just going to be honest with that. And um, but anyhow, so when it comes to like certain things, uh, some other things that I just don't that has me scratching my head when it comes to 
dating and relationships is this whole catfish thing. Oh, that's like, a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, I I'm so over you the who whole. You are. <laughs> yeah, I am so over the whole catfishing thing. I can I'm gonna tell you my first catfishing story. Omg. So well, I wouldn't say it was my first. I'll probably say it was like my. That's okay. It's probably <laughs> well, like my. Share with us your most your most favorite. My most favorite. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the it's the one I was getting ready to tell you about. Okay, so my most favorite was this individual that I met online had these pictures of this beautiful, I mean, this beautiful person on their page. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so we decided to to meet up and everything. And they came over. And I have a photographic memory. I don't ever forget a face. I may forget your name, but I don't forget your face. And so I took and I'm looking, again, my brain remembers and I opened the door, and it's not this person. It's, it's almost like that scene in Friday with Smokey and Rita when Rita was describing herself to him, and when he got up, walked up to the car, she wasn't who she who she said she was, you know. And it was it was kind of that whole situation for me. And so they came in, and it was like, you know, can I use your restroom? I said, sure. They went into the restroom. I looked at my went back to my phone looked at that pulled up their profile and i'm like okay this is not the same person that's in the bathroom like what's what's this so yeah when they came out it was pretty much we had we had an adult conversation i was like okay so you're not the person that's that's here but here's the the crazy part miss nicole they said to me and i quote and i will never forget this is that a problem huh yeah. Huh? They said to me, is that a problem? Okay. The answer was uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just have to. Okay. Not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, yeah, is and that tickled me. Is that a problem? And, yeah, it just, I've actually gotten into actual, so, hmm. So how? So share with us, please. Um, how did you finish off the evening or the the moment, or how did that even pan out? I told him to leave. I opened the door and I told him to get out. Just that, just that simple. That's crazy. Yeah, I hope you never heard simple. from him again. No, That's I, true. no, I. No, I have not heard from from them since. No, I I, I haven't. Like again, that was like ten years ago. Well, no, yeah, no, it's thirteen years ago. But I still remembered it. Mhm, mhm. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. Now, one of the things. Um, first, let me ask: Do we have any callers yet that wants to share? Anything? No, no one has call- no one has called in as of yet. But again, guys, you still have time. We have a two. Uh, we have about one hour and twenty four minutes, so we still have time. Um, guys, call in five one five six zero five nine seven two six. Once again, that's five one five six zero five nine seven two six. Hit the one to be placed in the call queue and come on with Jr. and Ms. Nicole. Yes, absolutely. So. This is, so I have 
am on quite a few different uh, um, groups on Facebook, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of the groups uh, discuss different stuff, too, like as far as dating, relationships, communication, just whatever. Uh-huh. And one of the things, well, one of many that continuously come up is about high-value individuals. So that's what I would like to discuss because it's the thing of you'll have uh, men that will say, you know, oh, you know, y'all women, y'all just want to date us for the money and this, that, and the other. And even after some of us have said that is not what we are about, they will tell us that's what we're about. Like that's Mm -hmm. what we're all about. That's the number one thing on our list, right? Mm -hmm. So, but also you'll have some of the men that will state, Oh, you know, those high-value men, they they not looking for no woman like you and this, that, and the other. So my question is for everyone, what makes an individual high-value? And what would that high-value individual be looking for? Because you have many, many, many folks out here that have, and I'm talking about men, that have married women that were, flight attendants, um, servers at restaurants, hostesses at restaurants, that type of thing. So when you say, oh, that high-value man isn't looking for you, well, who are they looking for? And again, and what makes him high-value? So can you help us with that? Do you know? No, I don't, because I was going to ask you what exactly (laughs) high-value means. Like are we being like are are people being auctioned off for the highest bidder? I'm just trying. Is this an Amazon hey. or eBay kind of thing? I'm just trying to understand what that means. Uh, a hot mess. So I just I find that to be interesting. And actually, I even had an individual when I commented on I commented on one of the posts only because again, you had I think it was it may have been the on the Michael Bazin one, and it was you know. Um, women, you know, after a man and, you know, besides his money and a big D, uh, you know, what what else is there? And so a lot of women, again, such as myself, were like, well, money is not at the top of that list for me. And it isn't for me because you could have a whole lot of money and I don't like your character. Well, no, money is not at that top of the list for me. You could have a whole lot of money and you'd be abusive. Again, no, your money is not at the top of the list for me. So, anywho, um, you then had this guy that, after again, I stated, no, money is not at the top of the list for me. He then goes down the post and goes to every female, and I was one included, and goes, oh, well, you know, these high value men, they wouldn't be looking for y'all anyway. And I was like, wait a minute. You don't know me. You don't even know what type of men that I attract. But he already dismissed myself and several other women as I see. we are not a value for a high-value man. Mm. That's what I said, because I know what places and spaces I've been in. <laughs> I'm pretty so sure nine times out of ten – that he is someone <laughs> with not a lot of equipment, and so that just makes him aggr- that just makes him aggressive. 
what 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 equipment? What are we talking about? You like usually mm-hmm. men like that with big egos such as that have small equipment. Oh, like are we talking about that? Um, Dear Louisville, with slugger. Yeah. So when we are doing emojis, what emoji is that? That would be the eggplant. Oh, the eggplant. Okay, so his his eggplant ain't that big. <laughs> no, it's a no. At this point, it's, if it's, you have that much of of an uh, ego, you have a gherkin. Well, shucks. All right, so you must not have it. Okay. So again, mm-hmm. everybody, if you would like to chime in on this about high value, I'm curious. I would just love to hear I know some I commentary on that. So, again, please call in at 515-605-9726 because Ms. Nicole and JR would love to hear about this high-value thing. Um, And there's a few things for me that just keeps on rolling around. And, oh, my gosh, besides that one, I am so sick of it. I'm also sick of the thing of uh, the table. Who brings what to the table? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's the the table. And then you'll have, you know, again, it's almost like the battle of the sexes. People get all offended, and you'll have the women, oh, I am the table. And you'll have the men, I made the table. (laughs) Wait, back up. (laughs) I am the table. Yes. I and I made the table. I made the table. <laughs> so if you made the table, how are you the table? Uh, I'm just no. I'm yeah. The math ain't mathing, but I digress. <sighs> These are I'm telling you the things that I read, I, I hear, and it is just so amazing. I am the table. The table. <sighs> yeah. I made yeah. the table. Yeah. I'm just repeating yep. this while just, you know, I know people can hear me, but I'm just repeating this because I just want to make sure that what I'm saying aloud sounds just as stupid as it's coming across the air. Well, again, um, I can't make this stuff up, and I'm scratching my head because, again, it's it's all about that table. And wow. there's a whole lot of stuff to be going on at the table, around the table, on the table, under the table. I don't know the table, okay? Some people's the, tables have legs missing. It does. So some of these tables aren't even sturdy. Some wobbling. Well, uh, you already know. Got to put a couple you sugar packets know. under the lid to keep her stable. You well, know. You, you know how you go to a restaurant and the table wobbling. You put a few mm-hmm. napkins up under there to even mm-hmm. it out. You know, you're doing all of that about mm-hmm. for these tables. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But again, folks. Please call in. I know it's a Friday night. I know it's busy. I know you all are usually used to Ms. Nicole and Jr. doing this at 9 p.m. You are correct. But tonight, because we're doing it for two hours, we'd rather start earlier over later. So, again, mm-hmm. call in at 515-605-9726 and make sure you One more time for the people in the back of the church. 515 515- Six zero five nine seven two six. All right, you guys heard it. Call in, press that one. We're here. 
We are. Right. We are. Like I said, we have a, a about what an hour and uh, we got an hour, a little less than an hour and fifteen. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so uh, now we got to shift. We yeah. got to shift gears for a minute. Please. Okay. So this was something that came to my mind the other day, and I said I was going to start writing stuff down. So, because when some stuff get, comes to me, I I forget it later. But I said, let me go ahead and write this down. So mm-hmm. we're now about to shift gears into sex. Okay, so as we were about to talk about sex, like Salt and Pepper said, um, let's talk about I'm, sex, baby. Yes, that part. Yes. So my my thing that I wanted to talk about with this is threesomes. The question that oh, I have, okay. yeah, and the question that I have is, is it menage a trois or menage hell no? <laughs> we really going to need people to call in on this one. Oh, yeah. So for me, I'm going to tell the truth. Like, I have never been in any type of menage a trois. I'm like, no, I don't have the attention span to share. The attention span. I'm just going to tell you what God loves and that's the truth. My attention... Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, what? You were being selfish on the playground. You weren't sharing. Extremely. And I would hope that my partner would be selfish. (laughs) I mean, if we're going to tell the truth, you know, I would want my partner to be selfish because Mm -hmm. I'm like if, you know, if I should be all I should be all that they need and vice versa. I don't I don't feel like I have to have two other people to to bring pleasure and satisfaction. I'm like because obviously someone's not doing a job. Mhm. You know, I used to I remember getting with people back in my early 20s and um they always were going to like sex parties and always wanted to get like being in threesomes and this kind of thing and I'm just like and they always would want me to join and I'm like why I'm like that's not that's not my cup of tea that you know I don't I'm like I don't believe in share and I've I've always said this and I still feel it three ways are for phone conversations they are not for the bedroom Mm -hmm. that's just me that is interesting because I actually, again, on Facebook saw this group or it wasn't an official group. It was just this was their discussion, actually. It was their discussion about um, their husbands asking them that. And it was just a hypothetical thing, like how would they feel? And, you know, most of the women were like, no. Now, I don't know how long they had all been married. Um, but regardless of the time, most of the women were like, uh, no. As a matter of fact, some of them even said that their husbands know better even to ask. And and the thing is, in regard to that, like, and I, I, I'm, I'm with them on that because my thing is, is if you want to do that, do that while you're single. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, have all that fun while you're single. When you're married mm-hmm. and you're with that one person, you should not have the need, the urge, or the desire to want to bring anybody else into your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion. And I'm that type of person. I'm just like, 
you know, what's mine is mine and I'm not sharing. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, I'll share mm-hmm. food with, you know, I'll share food if, you know, we, we're somewhere and, you know, you want me to, to help get you something, I'll, I'll even share money if I, if I have to. But my, mm-hmm. my partner, my significant other, me share them with you? No. Hell no. Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. Mm-mm. Well, I guess for me, my question always is, especially for those uh, marriages or relationships and partnering that has been like 15 plus years, you know, I've never been in that type of situation where I've had a partner for that amount of time. So mm-hmm. it's like, where are you with that? You know, interests change, bodies change, that type of thing. So it's like, what do you do to continue to keep up that spice? And do you then resort to having threesomes or, you know, a, a giving that partner a pass to step out? Or, I mean, just what does that look like? Because, again, I've never been there. I wouldn't even yeah, know what that I, looks I like. don't want to go there. That every... Yeah, and I don't want to go there. A lot, folks, a lot of folks don't, but it's just, um, you know, you have, quote, unquote, responsible uh, partners or, you know, or spouses that they actually have those type of conversations. You know, some are open to it and some are not. I mean, I know of people that, yes, they've been open to it and others like, uh, no, you know. Yeah, and so, I'm, one, I'm one of those people that's all oh, no. For me, I don't look at it as a bad thing either way. It's just you do what's best for you and what works for you and your partner. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. So yeah. Then again, it's not an all no. It's all hell no. That's what that is. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And I I, I get it. Yeah, and I get it. You know, like you said, that some people resort to that because maybe their spouse's body changed or whatever the case may be. I don't care if my my partner could look like Kirby, and I've said this many times. They could look like Kirby, and if anybody is familiar with who who or what Kirby looks like, Kirby is a big pink ball with big blue eyes and little red feet. He's everything under the sun, just as cute as they want to be. My partner could be as big as Kirby. I would love every, every bit of that roundness. And would not, and would still want to do some some unholy things to all of that roundness. <laughs> some things that we will both have to pray about later. But would y'all be praying? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We probably would pray beforehand because, like, Lord, you, Lord, please forgive me for what we are about to do. No. <laughs> I'm just oh, saying. Man. Just go ahead and get it on out the way. I'm like, Lord, you know my heart. My heart was in the right place. Was it? So <laughs> my heart was. My head wasn't, but my heart was. He's looking uh, at the heart. All right, Jr. Yes, God is going to look at our hearts. <laughs> exactly. So as long as my heart in the right place. <laughs> Yeah, my head's somewhere else. That's, that's all right. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I said you pray about it. You pray about it. It mm-hmm. looks like we we got somebody that's coming on the line now, but that's give me just a second okay. here. All right, go ahead and put them through, please. All <laughs> right, you are on the air with Jr. and Ms. Nicole talking about relationships, sex, and dating. Who are we speaking with tonight? Victoria. Hey, Victoria. How hey, you doing tonight? Hey, Victoria. Hi, Ms. Nicole. Hi, Jay. Um, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. And thanks for calling in. Of course. All right. What so, Ms. Tonight. I'm sorry. I said, what do you have for us tonight? Um, I have a question. So, like, I know he was saying that you know he wouldn't want to do the threesome thing. Like, what if your partner actually brought it to you? Then the answer would be well, that's a good that's a that is a great question. We will sit down and we will have that conversation. I would want to know why what what has brought this about. Um mm-hmm. and I mean because that that will be the first conversation that we have to be had. Like why what is it that has you wanting to do this? Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, once we have that conversation, it, we that's when we both have to sit down and make that informed decision. Like if I mean, because the thing about it is this: if I love if I love my partner, you know, I'm I'm gonna go through hell or high water with them. But some stuff I'm just not gonna do. But if that instance, I'm like I I would have to set the ground, you know, have this set the rules. Like, listen, if we do this, please know and understand, you do not have you do not have the freedom to go out and do this to do this with just anybody. Okay, so. Would that at that point in time would that be something that you will be willing to do or not willing to do? You know what? I mean because, because like the, I think because, because for myself um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. And this is just me. Who the per and the person that I am. I love my partner very much. So if they came to me with that, I'm like, listen, one time and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's okay. it. So would you say in one time, do you really think that it will be one time? <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen. Okay, so this okay. is so mm-hmm. happening one time and you're so you said, Okay, one time. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it happens one time and then let's say uh let's say like seven months later. Because mm-hmm. you're thinking like we did it at one time, that's it. And then seven months later your partner's like you know, you want to do it again, then how would you feel? Hello? JR! Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello? Okay. Hello? Yeah, give me one moment. I do apologize, everyone. Give me one moment. But, you know, like I said, for me, um, like I've already said, uh, I, I don't know what happened to, um, that, yeah, his his um, his stuff went offline. He's, he'll be back on the line in just a moment. Um, again, for me, I, I would be open with my partner um, because if we already, we have an extremely tight bond and it's something that we discuss, um, I would not say that I would be opposed to it. 
mm-hmm. um, because again, I've never been in a relationship where we're together like for many, 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 many years. I mean, and not to say that it takes that amount of time to even for a partner to propose, put that on the table, you know, so that was just mm-hmm. me. Let me see if he's uh, coming back because I know you kind of had, oh, wait, where is it? Yeah, this happened last week too, or drop. We do apologize, everyone. Um, of course. So while we wait for him, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. about it, uh, Miss Victoria? Like, if your partner were to put that on the table for you, how would that make you feel? Um, I'm not married, so let me say that I'm not married. But okay, um, I have actually partaken in that before, okay. and um. It was actually with a couple, mm. so okay. it worked. Yeah, so it worked out fine to a degree. <laughs> okay, and I'm sorry, fine. I am back now. And luckily, I came back at the right time. So, what was to the degree? <laughs> um, like, um, because I knew one of them prior to the situation, oh. and yeah, so. Um, so the say, one pro- go ahead. No, my apologies. Like I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. So I knew one of them prior, and then it just didn't work out for us as far as a relationship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and then, but everything in the bedroom was fine. Mm. Um, got it you. was just got you. So um, you had that chemistry there. We did, but mentally. Um, he was just at a different place. Um, personality-wise, we were just different people. Um, okay, so it sounded like he knew you. It sounded like he knew all of your internal programming. <laughs> yes, he was. He was he's very in tune with what he did. Okay. So, because that's the only that, way. If if it didn't work out in a relationship, and you decided to do it with a couple kind of situation with this same person that didn't work out with in a relationship. You, he knew yeah. your internal. He knew your internal programming. There was something that that he did that just was like, you know what? Mm, okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> we never had problems. <laughs> um, um, you know, I, it was just him as a uh, a person. Like what I was looking for, he just wasn't that person. Mm-hmm. And then, but he, but he um, had everything else going on. Okay, <laughs> he, he had the code. He, <laughs> He had that code. He was crafty. Yeah, he had that code. No, he had already had you internally programmed and and was the only one that knew that code, okay? (laughs) I mean, after that, like, we stopped for a long time. Like, we had Mm. stopped for, like, some years, actually. Mm. It was like once we we decided, like, I was just like, you know, this is not going to be a good, healthy, honestly, relationship. So let's just cut it off. And so that's what I did. It wasn't like, um, you know, once we stopped trying to get to know each other and all that process, it wasn't like, hey, let's still have sex. It wasn't like that. I'm Mm, pretty much like, if you ain't trying to, you know, be here every day, I don't really want to deal with you like that at that time. Gotcha. So Mm -hmm. so I stopped dealing with him for about two years. And then... yeah, we stopped doing for about um, he about two years, but in the process of us stopped doing for those two years, he actually met a female, and um, and maybe like a year into their relationship, it came up, 
So that's how fast it came. <laughs> but it came up within a year. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they were, and he was like, you know, I have have somebody. We just wasn't compatible as far as relationships, but everything else was fine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it went from one to another. And but as if I'm looking back now, if I was like if I was married, I definitely wouldn't do it if I was married now. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that sounds like you know in the in the beginning, like he was someone that you ba- that basically, like again, I'm gonna say it again, knew all of your internal programming. <laughs> um, but then it sounds, but then it it sounds like you had to get to that point where you were just like, and seen, no, we're we're done, we're not doing this anymore. And yeah, because and I, I mean, like. He lived in another state, and and that wasn't even an issue either because I didn't mind going there. He didn't mind coming here. It was Again, just like that's that pro, it's that internal program, and of course you're not going to yeah. travel. He could be and, an easier. <laughs> but listen, this is the crazy part. This is so crazy because for months, like he would come here, I would go there, and mm-hmm. everything was fine for months because we didn't do anything for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So that's the first thing. We didn't do anything for almost a year. So that friendship foundation was there. Right. So it wasn't like we just met and was like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. The friendship foundation was there. Like, even to this day, we're still good friends. Mm. Um, he's just in his feelings about the way it ended. You know, me on my part, I don't have no problem with him. But I think um, if you were to ask him, he would be like, um, you know, I don't like how it ended because it ended, it did end sort of bad. So that's why uh, I would say if I'm in a committed relationship, I, I mean, definitely committed, I would not do a threesome. I'm going to tell point. you why he says that, that he was in, why he was in his feelings about the way that it ended. And you're going to laugh when I say this, okay? So the reason mm-hmm. that he's in his feelings because of the way it ended is because, again, you found out his internal program and you got him all hooked and and strung out and fiending like Jodeci, and then just decided you was gonna cut it, and that's why he got mad. So that's that's what that whole situation was. Actually, that's not why I took his woman. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Miss Victoria. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Go, yeah. So go ahead. I mean, that's, oh. what it all, that's what it all came down to. Oh. Um, I, I can't so say that it was just oh, yeah. Oh. It, it was it was a, it was a whole it was a whole situation like whole situation. oh. So yeah, now Adam, you had a Peggy Scott Adam situation. Okay, now, honey, it was it was just it was just crazy. I just, so then, how and, long did you and her kick it uh, after you and him stopped? And see, and it made me think about what he said. Like, you know, to have the limitations on things, right? Like, when you first go into things, it's like he did say, um, it's good to say, hey, okay, well, we're only going to do this the one time. Or, you know, if we do this, like, you can't call the person without me being there, yada, yada, yada. There were rules in the place. So I'm not going to say that it wasn't because there were rules in play. But when. I need some Savion Blanc for this. She. She definitely broke the rules. But mm. the thing about it is, 
She okay. knew her. She, she found out her internal programming. She definitely broke the rules, but it wasn't, honestly, because this is the thing with women. What is it with um, y'all motherboards? That's what we're we going to call Oh, our motherboards? Mm-hmm. We, we, are, we are people that um, she knew exactly what she was doing because when it comes to relationships, men are more of the, of course, the physical and, you know, they want the sex and yada, yada, yada. But women, we want that too. So don't get me wrong. We want that too. But when you have somebody that you could just talk to, connect with, hang out with, you know, do different things, it's not, that's in your mind too, but not like, it, not constantly, you know, because if I am over here mind, dying in this studio, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, if you can find someone that, you know, that you can just kick it with and be cool and then have good sex on top of it, a winner. So That's a win-win? Okay. Of course. It is. It so is. With, it is. with that being said, um, they were okay, you know, in their relationship, they were okay. And she actually came to my city. Mm. and hit me up mm. and I was like no uh-uh, because you know this is the thing I try to be honest with people you know the majority of times but I told her no because you know that's not the agreement yada 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 she was very persistent and then what her day, her she, was here, she was here for like almost two weeks <laughs> and when she left from here <laughs> She just went home where she was back to home to their city and went to his house, got her stuff and left. That was it. Oh. So so soon as she got back, got her stuff and left, he automatically called me. Oh, sound like you was behind that. Why he automatically called me like the day that the day that she got there, he called me right back. It was like, uh, did you see her while she was in your city? I was like, yeah, little bit. Wow. Well, at least you didn't lie. I give you that. Oh yeah. So honestly, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Because at first, but it was so crazy because I let him call at least about seven times. <laughs> I'm not answering that phone. <laughs> I'm not answering that phone. And then, so you were, but then, you were looking at it, acting like you weren't available. I'm sitting right here, but I'm not. I'm unavailable. Yeah, I was just looking like, oh God, he done called. <laughs> That's what I said the first time. And then I was like, oh my God, he just keep calling. And then, yes. And then it just got, you know, he was just like leaving voicemails and texting and, and craziness and then um the first time it was pretty much you know like, Hey, how are you? Um, such and such was in your city. Did you watch chance see her? And then <laughs> by the third call it was like, Hey, trick <laughs> my girl in your city and yada yada yada. I was like Well, you know, conversation is gonna need to be had so by the time he called about the eighth time, I was just like, let me just go ahead and answer the phone. So I answered the phone, and, oh, you know, wow. he asked me. And then it was so crazy because when she went and got her stuff from his house, she had just blatantly told him when she got ready to leave 
um, you know, this is over, I'm done with you, yada, yada, yada. He was like, like, what's going on? And she was just like, you know, you wanted this situation, and now it's going to sort of backfire because, you know, I saw her in, in her city and yada, 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 and it was just bad. Oh, so she spilled the beans. Yes, she, she can. Because, because her internal, but, but they, they she, found out she the did code. that. <laughs> No, she did. She did that just because when when she was here those two weeks, he was of course calling, like every. I mean, you know, like multiple times a day, texting and stuff. And she just was just like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So now I gotta interject on this. You guys are aware that good sex would do this, these things, have you people doing these things. You guys understand this, right? It'll make you stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cause she she coming because that's what it sounds like. There was a lot of internal programming codes got, got hit, and you got one traveling from one city to the next and leaving the man and packing up the clothes and spilling the beans. When, cause, well, she, when she came here, she actually came here for work. I'm sure. It's, yeah, she right. was working. Y'all exactly. There was there was some work Not, that was but, that was but, that was, but that was, you know that was going to be had. You would mm-hmm. think, but well, listen, you would think in two weeks that like it had just jumped off on day one and it was just popping for days on end. It wasn't like that. She was there for two weeks, and I think we might have been together like three times at the very end of it because I was really trying to say, hey, no, let's just hang out or not hang out. You know, because I just didn't want to really cross those bounds, you know, that boundary with them because mm-hmm. it was working out for us. Honestly, it was. Now, you know, and, he will never believe that, right? Like, he will never, oh, ever, yeah. ever oh, believe that oh, story. But listen, since y'all said that, <laughs> okay, so you know when you're when you're in something like this, when you come out of it, like, like, to a degree, okay, I know I shouldn't have did it. Like, let's be honest, I knew I shouldn't have done it. But I did. It is what it is. And so he called, listen, so he called me, right? This was maybe like, oh, maybe about six months after it happened. And he said, he said, you know, I, I think we need to talk. And I was like, okay. So I said, talk about what? And he was just like, um, you know, like I really did care for her, yada yada yada. Now this is six months afterwards. Now she is at this time she's working like in California. She's mm-hmm. flying from California back to my city <laughs> on the regular. So when he's like, you know, thinking that the situation is over, it's not over at all. Mm-hmm. Like she's across the country, like flying back and I mean, it it was a whole situation. So I just told him, I said, well, um, you know, I I apologize. You know, I apologize for going behind your back. But the thing about it is, when when he brought it to her, she said, I don't think that's going to be a good idea, so let's just not do this. And he told her, he said, well, if you don't want to do it, maybe we need to decide if we want to stay together. So then I was like, so... Oh, so he tried to manipulate her into doing it. Okay. Yes. Yes. So then she was just like, well, she was like, well, either you're going to, you know, leave me 
or, you know, we can sort of try to figure this thing out. She had never really done anything like that before either. So it happened, and when I tell y'all, it was so crazy. The person that does the wrong like me, the person that does the wrong like, I'm like, oh, man, I'm still all right. It's like, it's like, no, we're not all right. And But this is the crazy part. How about I see him at my friend's family reunion? Oh, wow. Oh, shoot. So oh. That was awkward. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. I went, I went to... Did you pretend house. like you didn't know him, or did you talk to him, or it how that works? I went to a friend's house. My friend guy, I went to his home. We had been dealing for a long time. I went to his house, and he, cause he called me. He said, uh, you know, like, we're going to cook over here. Uh, my family's in town. Some of them are in town tonight. It was a Friday. He was like, we're going to cook over here. Can you come over? Because I normally be over there doing a weekday and on the weekends. But that day, I was honestly, I was tired. And I was like, because I had already told him I'm probably going to stay home. So I I was like, no, I think I'm just going to go ahead and stay home. He was like, well, you know, we're cooking and we're having drinks. Just come on by. Okay, cool. So I get up, because it's about 11 o'clock at night. I get up. I go over to his house. So when I go in the house, it's a living room and a dining room area, right? And then the kitchen is over to the right. So I go in the house, and he's like, um, telling, like, one of his cousins, you know, this is my friend D, yada, yada, yada. And so I'm like, hey, how are you? So I see another a girl cousin, so I'm like, hey, how are you? So when I took a, the next step to sort of look to the right in the kitchen, and he was there. <laughs> the guy was there. And I looked like, you got to be fucking me. You, you, you didn't like, know, I just looked like, whoa, okay then. So I said, he was like, this is my cousin, such and such. I was like, you're a cousin. I've been knowing this person for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't even live in our city, so what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> it was like, I'm good, oh, how are good. you? That part. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take my stuff upstairs, and I will see y'all later. <laughs> so I went upstairs, and I, I was just like, oh, my God. Going up the steps, I got like an instant headache. I was just like, I can't do this. And oh, he came wow. upstairs maybe like 20 minutes later and was like, so you ready to eat? And I was like, at this point, my stomach no, hurts. My stomach hurts. <laughs> my stomach hurts. I'm laying across the bed like, I cannot move. And so he said, um, he said, he was just like, um, you want to come down and eat? And I was like, I said, no, I don't want anything to eat. He was like, you want something to drink? And I was like, yeah, if you could bring it back up here, that'll be cool. And then he was like, well, come on down. We're going to play some cards and all this other stuff. And I was like, okay. No, my stomach still hurts. So I go downstairs, y'all. I go downstairs and I sit on one, one the love seat, and I'm just sitting there. He brings me a drink and the food, and so you know, me and him are like talking, like he had hugged me, and the cousins looking like, oh, so y'all that kind of friend. And the next, like we went to sleep. And, well, before we went to sleep, we was up. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, talking, laughing, and I'm staying my distance from him. But maybe about 3.30, he comes over and sits at a couch, like adjacent to the love seat. 
So mm-hmm. he reaches over and, and with the music playing, he reaches over and say, so you want to tell my cousin? I'm like, no. Nah. I'm not telling him nothing. <laughs> like, what do you want me to tell your cousin? I'm not telling him anything. No. And so mm-hmm. he was like, well, if you don't tell him, I'll tell him. I was like, for what? What do you want to tell him all this for what? So so we go we go to bed. So, like, we're in the bedroom, and it's two bedrooms, you know, on the on the second floor. So I'm like, I get in the bed. I got a whole gown on with a pajama bottom. I'm like, don't touch me because there's people here. He like, oh, I'm going to put on for the city. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, was, he was He was playing too much. He was like, oh, he was like, my cousin, I'm about to put on for the city. I was like, uh, yeah, don't do that. The next morning we get up, He, the cousin, I went downstairs to get something to drink. The cousin looked at me and said, oh, I see y'all had a good night last night. I was like, Okay, so on that note, uh, Ms. Victoria, what I'm going to do is I'm going to end, I'm going to come in because I want to play a song real quick. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna come in real quick, and then when we come back from playing that song, you, we, I want to hear more about this, this story. But, um, okay. but this song, guys, real quick, is one that I feel is very appropriate for the moment. So this is, um, well, I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but it's a song I'm gonna play right here on. Uh, I can't make this stuff up with Jr. and Miss Nicole right here on Blog Talk Radio. Coffee and text in the morning. Breakfast in bed, I'll be falling Before you go to work I need you to go to work Part of my sincerity You know I'm a remedy My love be a therapy All around remedy Baby, who is telling me This is gonna never be Put it down like it's heavy, baby Honey, moan it when I need it
All right, all right, all right. So that was Coffee by Miss Kelly Rowland right here on I Can't Make This Stuff Up with JR and Ms. Nicole. I felt that song was appropriate to play at the moment. Ms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Victoria, were you familiar with that song? No, but it was funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's doing that one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he always got jokes. Jr. Yeah, I I do. I'm I'm a very humorous person. But um, yeah, that I felt that that song was appropriate to your whole scenario because you got a whole lot of. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it, so it was crazy. This, how how did the rest of that? Uh, this encounter so, work out so that so the next day that Saturday they went to their family reunion and because that morning it was just awkward like they the cousins got up and they cooked and you know um, I just pretty much got up ate with them and then I showered and left and um, so maybe about one thirty two o'clock um, the cousin called and he was like, you know, um, if if I'm going to tell him if you don't tell him. And I'm like, you know, if that's what you feel that you need to do, you can go ahead and tell them. I'm not telling them nothing. I knew I wasn't going to tell them because, for one, we weren't like that. And I just felt like it, that was so many years ago. Why do we need to even bring it up? True. Right. And he was he was not going to let it go at all. So I was just like, it was so in the past, and, you know, he was just like, well, um, it, it, to me, even though it was in the past, it was something that uh, that sort of hurt me and had me in my feelings. So, you know, I don't think my cousin would want to continue to be with you. I was like, you cousin ain't going to I never knew anybody could be that petty, but, you know. Oh, oh, oh man, no, could be, man could be triple petty. Stop it! Stop it! Oh yeah, supposed to be petty. Yeah. What? That, I mean, if you look a uh, pen in the in the dictionary, it's gonna be a man sitting there looking like what? <laughs> 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 Let's yeah. just tell the truth, Miss Victoria. Him, him, the brother, his, uh, him, the brother, the uncle, and the cousins. Uh, they still gonna be sitting there like, mm. yeah. So what was they went to the family reunion. Nothing per se happened at the family reunion. My friend said that the cousin was just acting like weird, you know, or whatever, but he said nothing really happened. Okay, so all the next week he's calling my phone, um, you know, like like, you better tell him about Thursday or, you know, I'm calling him, da 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 So by maybe by Tuesday, at this point, it wasn't even like I felt pressure. I just didn't want my friend of so many years to find out, you know, just a crazy way. So I, went, I was going to his house, and one day I had got up from work anyway. I was going to his house because he had called and said, are you going to come over tonight? I was like, sure. So I went over there, and we were just sitting downstairs, and he knew of the threesome. Like, he knew. Because me and this guy, we've been friends since I was, like, 19 years old. So he knew of the threesome. 
Um, of course, he, we didn't know that they were cousins. Of course not. But he knew of the threesome. He knew of the whole situation that happened. Because oh, once boy. again, he, he and I are very verbal with our friendship. So mm-hmm. I we were sitting downstairs, and I just looked at him, and I was like, um, okay. You remember when I told you about that threesome? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, well, it's something I need to tell you. And he was like, okay. And um, I said, well, you know, the person lived in such and such. And he was like, yeah, I, I remember you telling me. And I was <laughs> like, well, I just realized the other day that, you know, it's your cousin. Like, I don't know how else to say it. It's your cousin. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. And then I was, I said, you know, the the girl's name. And he was like, yeah, he he was with a person with that name. And I was like, yeah. So he was like, so you found this out when? I was like, when I saw him at your house Friday? <laughs> like, that's what exactly. I found out. Like, I, I didn't know beforehand. Me? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know beforehand. Like, I found out on Friday. So, you know, we we talked about it, you know, and, and he, like, we've always been cool. So, um, you know, he was just like, I understand. I said, well, you know, right now, let's be honest, he's in his feelings, and now he's saying, like, you know, he's going to tell you. So I didn't want him to come at you sideways and you'd be looking like, you know, why didn't you tell me you just let him, you know, bombard me with this situation, and I didn't know anything about it. So I didn't want that to happen. And so maybe, like, so that was like on Tuesday. The cousin had called him like Wednesday. So I was saying to myself, you said Thursday. How is it Wednesday? You already trying to snitch. So Wednesday came, he called and said, um, I saw his name in his phone. When the phone rang, his name came up. So I yelled upstairs to my friend. I said, hey, uh, your cousin is calling. And he was like, answer the phone. If that, to me, it was just like, really, you want me to answer the phone? So I I didn't answer the phone. I just let the phone ring. So then next thing I knew, he came downstairs. The cousin called like six times back to back because I guess he really wanted to tell him. So he was just like, I said, answer the phone. So he answered the phone, and he told him. Wow. He told him, like, you know, like, you know, why would you even deal? Why would you even deal with a person like her? And he was like, what? I mean, because I told, and you know, I told him the whole story. Like, I don't have to know who to, you know, anything. So I told him uh, everything that happened. But the cousin told him, he was like, um, you know, she came in and ruined our relationship. Say what? Oh my gosh. Yes. He told him that I came in and ruined their relationship and caused them to break up. <clears throat> and I oh, said, wow. Yeah, so I said no. I mean, because I had already had the conversation with the cousin. So the cousin said, Well, that's not what I heard. And then the guy said, Well, what did you hear? <laughs> I heard that. Uh, y'all invited her into a threesome. Um, she wound up taking your girl and you and your feelings. 
It and then that. what did he have to say? <laughs> Girl, he blanked. He blanked so hard. He was just like, you know, F you and her. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, F you and And he was just like, you know, right now, I wouldn't even be having this conversation if you wouldn't been calling me. Oh. So, from one thing to another. So, maybe about about a month later, they had like a little family get together. Mm-hmm. They both went. So I was out with one of my friend girls. We had went out for somebody's birthday. Mm-hmm. So about ten o'clock, ten o'clock, he calls me. Um, my friend calls me and he said, "I said hello." And because I was supposed to have been going over there, but like once I left, the party was probably about, about one o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. About ten, about ten, ten thirty, he calls. And I told my friend, I said, oh, hand me my phone, because I saw it ring with his um, name on it. So I said, hand my phone. So I was like, hello? He was like, where are you at? And I was like, out? <laughs> Why? He was, because I never heard him talk aggressive, really. So he was like, where are you at? Like, where are you located? And I told him where I was. And actually, I was like six minutes from his house at a venue. And he said, okay, come to my house. And I was like, I am coming to your house when I leave from this party. And he was like, no, like, come to my house, like, now. And I'm like, oh, hold on now, because <laughs> this is new. So I get over there, and I see, like, I'm riding with my friend, because that's what I told him. I said, I'm, I rode with her, with her. And he was like, well, she was going to drop you off anyway. Just tell her drop you off now. So we mm-hmm. leave the party. I get to the house. He's standing in, he's standing in the doorway. And I look. And my friend said, what's wrong with his shirt? And I was like, I don't know. So I'm looking again, trying to figure out what is on his shirt. He has like a white shirt on, but it's like brown and orange color. And I'm looking like, what is that? Mm-hmm. So I get out the door. I go to the door. And when I get up under the light, I see that he has grass stains, everything on his shirt and oh, on his pants. Wow. And I and I look at his face, and he looks he looks down at me because I'm short. He looks down at me, and and I said, "Is that a cut on your face?" And he was like, "Yeah, we got into a fight at the fight." I said, Lord, "Okay, so so wait, 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 wait." Yes. Oh, pause. Wait, okay, pause. wait. Pause, 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 pause. Wait, pause. Him, Him and the and cousin got into a fist fight at the get together. About the fact that you and his girl at the time got together. And yeah. you broke them up. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, no, that's not, even, that's not even the crazy part. It's not because of that. At that point, he had let that part go. Now he's mad at the cousin because the cousin was still interacting with me. Oh, okay, so, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, I just yeah. got to ask. Ms. Mm-hmm. Victoria, what did you mm-hmm. learn from all of this? Right. Did you learn anything? What was the moral of this? What was your takeaway? The moral of the story. What was your takeaway from all, all of this whole thing that went on for quite some time? And I'm not just talking about at their home or the two cousins, but just everything, this entire dynamic. Hmm. It seems like I ain't learned nothing, don't it? Um, I, 
I realize, honestly, I realize that even though people say one thing, it's not always that. Um, and it's never really black and white when it comes to a lot of things. It's always that gray area that people never talk about. Okay. Um, I realize that uh, if hurt feelings are hurt at, tw- at 12 years old, they might still be hurt at 27 if they didn't get counseling. True. Um, okay. okay. I feel like um, a lot of times people – will carry one thing from relationship to relationship to relationship and not realize that the person that might have did it the fourth that happened to the fourth time was the same thing the first time because they've mm-hmm. carried it so long through so many relationships and not knowing that I'm still carrying that bag from the first relationship. And mm-hmm. I think you just people just carry hurt and when I came into it it wasn't like I had any intentions of hurting him, you know, mm-hmm. or, or ending a decent friendship um, with actions, but it intentionally it wasn't even my actions that, you know, caused the issues. It was already mm-hmm. issues in their relationship right. that I was not right. aware of. So once again, right. the third right. person coming into something not knowing what's going on with one and two, was the mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. So to say that, you know, um, just saying like the side chick or, you know, the other man broke up our relationships, it wasn't, it's not that clear um, because right. a lot of times there's so many other issues going on within that relationship that might have been the straw that broke the camel's back, but it was True. already so many issues going on anyway. So um, I just, I, me as uh, the person that I am, I'm always about positivity and stuff. So when the situation was going on, it did have me thrown off. I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like to argue. And it was just so much stuff going on. I even honestly called and apologized to the guy about the mm-hmm. situation. And he just felt like, you know, um, I, you know, I'm not even going to deal with you. I thought my cousin and I were better than this. How can he, you know, choose a female over me? So it, it was deeper than me. It was deeper than me. Right. It was I, already yeah. some issues, right. It was already some issues um, with their uh, cousinship, I would say. And and I think that was just like, okay, why are you not standing by my side? Why are you taking her side? And my friend was like, you know, it's not that I'm taking her side, but like you invited her into this. You know, right. you invited her into this. You didn't know what all was gonna be going down and all that stuff. So, you know, I tried to apologize and then my friend, he, you know, after it all, you know, settled, the dust settled because it was a whole situation. After the dust mm-hmm. settled, he even called him and apologized. And his response was, my friend said, you know, like, I'm sorry that this happened. He said, but honestly, you know, what you can't do is put issues off on me and her because they wasn't our issues. This was situations that you had already you know, been in the midst of, and you drug her in it, and then I got drug in it because once again, you know, you being so messy to say, you know, like I, I, you're going to do this, and he was like, I'm a grown ass man. You can't be telling me who I won't be friends with, 
He said, and then you coming off like, you know, you better not talk to her. Like, I'm almost 50 years old. Who says so? I mean, you know, who, who says that? <laughs> so, you know, it was a whole situation. Right. But that's why I say once again, if you are in a marriage, you know, that is something like I, I, I definitely believe in marriages and I, you know, I feel like if you want to play, not, you know, some people do like open marriages, but my thing about it is when I get married, I don't want that because I know at first hand how something can go left real fast. And honey, and we've heard it. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm sorry that you went through all of that, but it was the takeaway to everything is a learning curve. Whether oh, yeah, it was something positive, yeah. negative, you get something out of it either way. And it sounds like you got something out of it, and actually, so did they. Um, yeah, so, it was, yeah. It was very good. It was, I mean, it was a good experience. It wasn't a bad experience for me at all right. because, um, you know, she is a wonderful person. Um, and she had already said, honestly, when the situation occurred, she was already saying, honestly, once you know, we were talking that they were already having issues and she was just like, so why did you stop dating him? I was like, because he's controlling and you ain't telling me nothing. Like, it's just that simple, but he was controlling and she was just like, you know, that's what I started seeing as well. And, you know, some other stuff. So I was just like, you know, um, I'm just not not the person that's going to tolerate that, you know, at all. So I just mm-hmm. felt like it was and as you like it. Right. As you so should. yeah. So it was, I mean, it was it was it was a crazy experience. Like yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, but definitely. I mean, you definitely have. You can definitely tell you you've learned and you've grown from the from that experience. And I hope that going forward, you know, you you are able to you know, again, have those adult conversations and know what it is that you're stepping into when you step into it. So, Ms. Victoria, I want to thank you so much for calling in tonight. We appreciate you so, so much. Yes, we do. I, I had been planning this all week. I was like, I got to call in. I'm sorry. Well, absolutely. <laughs> we, absolutely. We definitely do thank you so much for doing so. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And we definitely hope you sit tight with us as we um, – go through these next 22 minutes of the show. Um, so, guys, those of you who are tuning in tonight, thank you so much for chilling out with me and Ms. Nicole right here on I Can't Make This Stuff Up on blogtalkradio.com as we are doing our two-hour segment on this Friday before Valentine's Day where we are talking about relationships, sex, and dating and the things that have caused us to um, scratch our heads. Now, of course, you guys know we were just talking about um, – when it comes to to things being you know being uh, in relationships, situationships, whatever it is that you want to call it, that good sex can make you do some crazy things. Love. It can actually have you feeling like Aaliyah did in this song that I'm about to play right now. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this for you right here on I Can't Make This Stuff Up with Jr. and Ms. Nicole. I know it's late, late. I'm 
You ain't never lying. Even with these prices being high, you flipping over that uh that um that jar of pennies that you have to scrape together the gas money these days. Listen, I got a shell. Listen, I got a shell card. Okay, where well, I can get ten cents off the gallon. I'm gonna save right. some kind of way to get to it. And I think I belong to every app out here, whether it's Exxon, <laughs> it's going to be Exxon, when it, when his sign, her sign. I'm telling you, it's just going to be right. okay. It could be the Exxon. It could be the current the current one. I don't know. But, you know, either way, you're going to make sure, like, listen, good sex will do that. That is true. That is true. That is true. And I had them text so, you at 4 o'clock in the morning. What you doing? Knowing good and well you sleep. You know what? But you hear that voice on the line, you going to wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Hmm? know what you doing. They know what they want you to be doing now. Have you ever had that moment where it's like you somebody call somebody call you at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and you hear and you know who you know is them, and you hear you hear their voice, and it's just like you know you did to the world, but you hear that voice, and you just come alive. Mm-hmm, because it's like, what you doing? Nothing. I'm wide awake. What you doing? Wipe, wiping, <laughs> wiping the truth from the corners of your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of that, corners of your mouth, corners of I'm your five, eyes. I'm five minutes away. Okay, no okay, no problem. And then you're going to go run let, in the bathroom, me. get the little boogers out your eyes, bro, make sure your teeth brush, right. mouth wash. Face wash. I'm gonna lock that door first because I know I got to do all of that. <laughs> no, you're supposed to unlock the door after you do all that, so you can let them know if mm-hmm. when when they knock mm-hmm. on the door, it's open. Nobody walking through my door but them at that time of morning. So I'm just gonna go ahead and unlock that door while I go back there because while I'm freshening up, I might not hear that door. So I want to go ahead and open up the door for you now. Mm-hmm. True, that's true. Mm-hmm. But that's that's just how I roll. I'm just saying. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that. So what you want, yeah. want to talk about, Ms. Nicole? You know, I was it's just so much with this dating thing these days. It really, really is. I find it also entertaining when we talk about, um, I guess, kind of the touchback on the communication thing. You know, again, you'll have folks that be like, oh, yeah, I'm big on communication. I'm big on communication. And don't even really, they looked it up in the dictionary. They wouldn't even know what that meant. No, I agree. That'll have you really scratching your head. Like, you get that. Really what you doing? can't make this stuff up. Uh, I mean, it's the, for me, it's the please stop. It's the, you know, you texting me, hey, beautiful. Now, let me, let me, let me touch on that real quick. Oh. M-G. So let me discuss Facebook real quick, right? So I could be on Facebook, again, a part of these different groups, or I'll comment on something, and then here go folks dropping in my DM, having something intelligible to say. Hey, beautiful. And it's like, ugh. my name is Ms. Nicole, please. Please I mean, but is I mean, but is that like an insult that they call you beautiful? I'm just trying to understand. This is corny. Corny. Let's talk about something. Ask me what I did today. It's the generic, hey, beautiful, how are you? The next day, hey, beautiful, how are you? 
I mean, and, and, and so, well, here's my question. Do you respond if they're doing that every day? No. So that's why they do um, it? No, no, I'm not. Well, no, because even in the days that I do respond, that is still your conversation every day, every time you reach out to me. <laughs> You don't know how to ask me what I like, where I've been, anything. They want to know how you do them first. Yeah, okay. And that's (laughs) everything. Like, please knock me upside the head with a bat because it's just the boredom for me. It's the boredom. Please don't knock her upside the head with a bat. Yeah, you, you know, you know. But it's like, next, next. <laughs> that, just, that's not working for me. that just that just I'm good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But uh, uh yeah. Uh yeah. I there's, there's really not much that I can say. Uh JR, do you see any folks that's on our phone lines this evening before no, we shut it down? A... It looks like we have about eleven minutes. Yeah, we got a little uh, about ten and a half right at the at the moment. So no, no one else has has called in as of yet. Which of course we do thank Miss Victoria for calling in and giving her uh, giving us her commentary tonight on relationships, sex, and dating. Which it was a lot of stuff that had me scratching my head. Oh my Yeah, yeah, I am happy that she. Um that she called and that was nice it really was absolutely mm-hmm. we actually love when all of our listeners call in we hope and pray that we can get some more that actually call in and aren't shy to call in because we're here um and i'm not sure it looks like miss victoria has her hand raised again so let me see if she um, has anything that she wants to say real quick give me just a second guys hello yes ma'am Figured since y'all ain't have nobody waiting, I would just call back. <laughs> well, that's a lovely thing, and we appreciate well, it. Well, we do, we do have about ten minutes. What you got for us, Miss Victoria? And talk about like dating. It's okay. so crazy. I'm I'm in my forties, mm-hmm. and I realized that like I was listening to Miss Nicole talk about communication. Uh-huh. People feel like when. Because they know how to talk, that's communicating. That's the first thing. Oh, you, you oh, you feel like that's their definition of it? Yes, I yes, I feel like people well, feel see, like a difference. they know how to talk and hold a conversation. That's communicating. No, there's. I mean, there's a difference between being able to talk and being able to effectively communicate. Yes, but people don't realize that. People don't realize that. They're just like, well, but we talk all day, every day, but you're not communicating every day. You're talking every day. Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of people just haven't, uh, haven't been around effective communicators before, you know, and, and it's because it's, I hear people all the time like, you know, me and my husband talk all day, every day, and, and we still at the same spot because they're not communicating to where they're trying to resolve things. They're just like going mm-hmm. back and forth with conversation, you know, and, and she's like, well, you know, we just talking in circles, but that's all they're doing is talking. They're not trying to, you know, put the stuff out on the table and try to come up with a solution. 
They're just talking back mm-hmm. and forth and, and, you know, just sitting, playing that same card game over and over again. So, True. you know, right. that's what I was telling her. And so she's like, you know, I'm like, she's married, so I'm looking like, so if you knew this going into the marriage, would, mm-hmm. you know, why did you still marry the person? Mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, once again, settling like, well, you know, I just wanted to be married, and he asked. <laughs> so oh. I was like, Oh, right. it was one of those you know, type of situations. Yeah, she was like, well, I mm. just, you know, I want to be married, but it's, I, I feel, I tell her with me being, um, me dating, you know, it's so hard to, I'm so old school to my heart because I remember growing up, you know, you didn't go to people's houses. You know, wherever your parents went, you went. So, like, I have oh, that's that old how it was school. For you. Yes. I mean, we went to my cousin's house, my aunt's house, you know, but, like, until I was probably, like, in junior high, like, I didn't go spend the night with people or anything. So, like, we would go to my aunt's house, and we would hear the old school music playing, you know, my mom and dad and them in there talking and laughing. And so, like, I have that old school in me. So when I look for men, you know, my dad was always in my life. Him and my mom were together until they passed away. So um, I look for that. You know, that, that man like my dad. My dad was a provider. He was a good dude, you know. Mm-hmm. He had to take care of a household. So that's what I look for, you know. And so, mm-hmm. like, when, when women come at me and say, you know, my man, you know, he won't keep a job or, you know, he mm-hmm. ain't had a job in years. But I'm looking like, three, yeah. You know, <laughs> right, <laughs> that part. <laughs> if she would have said three months, I would have been like, Right. If if she would have said three months, I would have been looking like, is he sick? Like, why he had a job in three months? So, you know, so the dating thing is so crazy. Um, So it's just to the point where, like, people, men and women both say, like, you know, it, it's just so hard out here to date people. I think I'd just rather be alone. I don't think it's at that point who I would just, you know, rather be alone. But I do feel like... um you know, people are wanting so many different things. And I think there's so many people out here that are single to where people just sort of, you know, dealing with, you know, multiple people and trying to make one person, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. I call it piece together a man, honey. I know exactly yes. what you're yes. saying. <laughs> like, I like, like the qualities want, of that okay, man. Who wants and I like the, the qualities of put, that man. I mean, who wants a put together partner? Nobody wants that. Nobody Look. wants it, and, that's, and I Look. think that's where the, where people are are falling short because they're like, you know, like one of my friends, she's just like, well, you know, I, I like Michael because he has a really good job and he's able to take me out. You know, I like Chris because he has a really good sex, and I like Johnny because you know he's a family oriented person. I'm looking like, oh, you are playing <laughs> builder man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty much. Peace of man, peace together, man. I'm telling you. She's like, but she's like, and they're like men do the same like, thing. They're good people, but they all have different things that I like, and I'm yeah. looking like, yeah. are you dating like six people? That's yeah, like seven. Some are. Yeah, some are yeah. dating. Some are dating about twenty, but yeah, some <laughs> some have one for every night. But you know, I digress. Um, yeah. That's all I like. That sounds like a lot of y'all. 